Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, and welcome to Picks and Parlays right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You can check us out here every Monday through Friday. We're streaming live 4 p.m. Eastern or 1 p.m. Pacific time. My name's Allie Burns. I'll be your host for today. You can find me on Twitter at PlusMoneyHoney. And you can find Picks and Parlays just about anywhere else you are on the web. We are on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. And of course, don't forget to check out the mothership, picksandparlays.net. That's where we keep 35 of the world's greatest handicappers. They're armed, they're ready, and they're full of information that they are willing to share with you. Good news, you're going to get to meet three of them today because I've got a ton of free picks for Tuesday, March the 3rd. We're going to start out with some NHL rapid fire with Chip Cherimbus. We're going to move on to NBA with Triple B, Tony Brown. And then we're going to hit up some college hoops with Joe the Duffman Duffy. March the 3rd is National I Want to Make You Happy Day. And you know what? I do want to make you happy. And that is why I've loaded the show with so many great picks for, with so many great handicappers. Um, it was a bit of a rough weekend for me. I hope you guys did all right. I'm lucky because I in-game, uh, so I got on both sides of, of a lot of those crazy college ba basketball matchups. But holy cow, ranked teams were five and six against unranked teams, and four of the top nine teams in the country lost. So wasn't the easiest day. Like I said, I in-game, so I got on either side. If you had a rough time of it, then you definitely need to stay tuned. So grab yourself a pen, grab yourself a paper, and we'll be right back with Chip Cherimbus and the NHL Rapid Fire. Hey guys, welcome back to Picks and Parlays right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Thank you for joining us. And Chip Cherimbus, thank you for joining us. Well, we always a pleasure. Well, always a pleasure to see you. Now, we have six games, six free picks. Are you ready for this? Yeah, we have a six-pack out here of NHL action. I love and you a good six-pack. Six-packs and ice and always go well together. Yeah, I like that. All right. Six packs of nice. Okay, so I'm going to start you off. Montreal and the Islanders, all right? The Canadians are 30 and 37. They have 69 points. They've won three of their last five, coming off a win versus Carolina, 4 to 3, and they're cruising into New York. Islanders are 35 and 29, 78 points, but they have lost three in a row. Uh, last one was against the Bruins. They got shut out four to nothing. Showing the Islanders minus 135 in Montreal plus 122. Losing three in a row. Are they going to turn it around at home tonight? Well, I was fortunate to be on the right side of that Bruin-Islander debacle, that 4 nothing right. game, after three straight overtime losses, Ali. So Ooh. it was a, a, a good win coming off a difficult time. Um, the Islanders, they've won two of the last last nine and uh, Montreal's won three of the last ten so what are we choosing from here uh, other than the fact that the Canadians have actually on the puck line gone eight and two when playing at New York and uh, the Islanders have played very well against teams that are less than 500 43 and 19 at home playing to the under I'm gonna take the Islanders coming off that 4 nothing loss I think you, you bounce back in the NHL with that that's a humiliating defeat that's really getting blown out it's not a bad number too for a favorite I'll take a minus 132 all right we've got the Islanders yeah we're on it okay, okay. Ottawa Senators Pittsburgh Penguins Ooh, I almost said Pirates Penguins <laughs> wait for the Pirates okay so Senators are 23 and 43 They've got 58 points. They have won two in a row, but they lost the previous four. 
Uh, last one was against Detroit, four to three. Their away record is pitiful. It's six and twenty-four. Not a fan of that, but they're cruising into Pitt, who's got a great home record, twenty-two and ten. Uh, they have lost six in a row there, but the last four of those were on the road. Coming off a 5-0 loss against the Sharks, I'm showing Pitt a huge favorite, minus 282, and Ottawa plus 249. I feel like it's crazy to lay 282 off a team that just lost six in a row, but I'm probably totally wrong, and this is bounce back, right? What do I know about hockey? <laughs> <laughs> but you're absolutely right. This Ottawa team struggles on the road, Bad. only winning six of 30 outright, Oof. and that's not getting it done, of course. And they've been this way for years. It is, there's nothing new. They've only won six games on the road the entire year. Pittsburgh, against the puck line, is 0-6 in their last six games, Allie. Mm -hmm. And I'm expecting them to bounce back right here. They're 21-6 and against this Ottawa team when they're hosting them in Pittsburgh. It's a heavy number. Um, yeah. You know, how, how do you lay this thing? You want an opinion on the game, or uh, you're going to get involved in the pucks? But um, right. Ottawa, the centers, I, I don't see them standing the Penguins at all. Do you, are you the kind of guy that takes those big giant numbers and then you parlay them with other things no, to give it value? No, not for the most part. I, I'm, yeah, I I'm looking either. for a, a straight winner one way or another. And uh, the most economical way as well is, you know, I'm not, look, right. not looking to lay three to one and have to win three more games just to get even. Right. Uh, That's what just, I like about Chip. He's uh, a straight shooter. Well, we got to win first. That's the whole <laughs> point, right? All right, so I feel like this should be a pretty good one. We're going to do uh, the Bruins and Tampa Bay Lightning. Really good. Bruins are 41-25. and 25. They've got 94 points, one two in a row. The last one was at the Islanders, 4 to nothing. Uh, Tampa Bay, 41-24, and 24, 87 points. They're coming off a 4-3 win versus Calgary, but they did lose the previous four. I'm showing Tampa Bay is a small home favorite, minus 127, or Boston, mm. plus 115. What do we think here? Two really good hockey clubs. Right. They're going at it here. Yeah. And, um, you know, Boston, since January 7th, has won 17, lost only five, and had um, wow. one push. Uh, they're 12-3 and three against a team with winning records. So, you know, the Bruins come to play when it counts. They're coming off that 4 nothing win over the Islanders, which we had mentioned before. And that was after getting beat three in a row and really getting beat bad, Allie. They really yeah. played some bad hockey, and they came in with the best defensive average in the NHL and they came back with their tails between their legs but now they're going on the road and the lightning they're tough 41 and 19 with five pushes um, the straight up against the money line and 82 and 37 as home favorites five and mm. over the last times they've played the Bruins they've won all five um, I hate to go against the Bruins yeah, we like. I hate to go against the Bruins. <laughs> no, but <laughs> tell me, how you I'm a, really feel. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay here. I, I uh, it just I, the line. I wouldn't be surprised. Boston plays them. Um, you know, they have the shootout, and and it comes down to that. But uh, right. Uh, All right. Know, it should be a great hockey game. Chip Tarimba says, take Tampa Bay, yeah, minus yeah. 127. All right, give me another free hockey pick. Go ahead. This one I kind of feel like might be the bum fight of the night, but is it really? I'm talking Anaheim Ducks, Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Ducks are 26-39. and 39. They've only got 60 points. They've won two of their last five, coming off a loss versus the Devils. Shut out, three to nothing. And they're going to cruise into Chicago to, to see the Blackhawks were 29-36. and 36. 66 points. They've won two in a row, but only three of their last five. Last one was at Florida, three to two. 
both of these teams average under three and both of them score more than three. And when that happens, I tend to look towards the total. Um, but I've got the Blackhawks minus 158 and Anaheim plus 143. What do you think? I think you might actually have something there with the total. Um, because when you look at this, it's ugly on each side, no matter what you're looking yeah. to do. Yeah, um, Anaheim has won 19 in the last 58 on the road. Seven, uh, they're seven and 23 with one day's rest. Chicago has eight and one as a favorite in the last nine meetings is the best I can do it. And you, you know, you gave some stats. They're also four and nine overall. Only one last four or last 13. An ugly yeah. game to go with, but I'll take the whole team. This Blackhawk team owes me. I'll tell you right now, they hurt me. <laughs> they do. They hurt us one night, and uh, I didn't like that too much. But I, boy, I thought they were going to come up big that night. They just didn't, and they were a dog. Here are a dollar sixty favorites. Uh, I'm looking to get scalped by the Blackhawks right now. Oh, that's funny. I wrote an article yeah. for a sports uh, a website, and it was called "The Mets Owe Me Money," <laughs> and they do. <laughs> All right, so up next, we're going to do New Jersey Devils and the Las Vegas Golden Knights, our home team. Uh, Devils are 26-39 and 39 with 64 points. They've won three of their last five. Last one was at Anaheim, three to nothing. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights pulling it together, man. I thought all was lost. They kind of just stopped they, paying attention. You're right. They get, they've come up with eight out of nine winners, and last time out, they got beat by L.A., and I'm yep. looking for them to rebound here. But, you know, it's obvious in the line. They're virtually three-to-one favorite, Ali. So, I mean, are yeah. you going to take a shot with them covering? Um, they came out flat. The, the Kings jumped on them real quick in that last time out. And uh, New Jersey terrible on the road, 19 of 74 games they've won on the road against teams with winning percentage I feel anyway. Like that's a waste of gas, you know? Like, it's a waste. Maybe if they had but to ice skate to their next location, people need they to would be play seen. a little better. And, uh, <laughs> You know, as uh, if you lay the puck line with this Vegas team at home, you're 13 and 23. By the way, you're Ooh. 21 and 11 on the money line. But if you laid the puck line, you go 13 and 23. That's the Golden Knights in Las Vegas. So, what do you think about the new management, the new goalie? Do you have any thoughts about the new Golden Knights team that we seem to have just acquired? Never gave it a thought. All right, fair enough. Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right, <laughs> one more free yeah. NHL pick for Tuesday, March the 3rd. We're going to talk Toronto Maple Leafs and San Jose Sharks. The Maple Leafs are number three in the Atlantic, 35 and 31 with 78 points. They like to score, but they're going to let you score too. They've won three in a row, 18 and 15 on the road. So, so right not here. bad there. San Jose, 28 and 37 with 60 points. They've also won two in a row. Uh, coming off a win versus Pitt, five to nothing. They're sixteen and sixteen at home. See the Sharks as a home dog, plus one thirty-six. Well, is that so good for them? They they've won three of the last ten when they've been the home dog, Ooh. and they're six and sixteen against teams with a winning percentage. They, um, the thing is, I think they're in a good spot here. Um, Toronto obviously is a better club, and uh, yeah. you know. San Jose's at home. I have to give you some kind of dog. I can put something on that bone. <laughs> um, but Toronto comes in 27-9 against Pacific, and the Sharks are 7-20 and 20 against Atlantic. I should be going the other way, but I'm taking the Sharks at home. All right. Well, I always like a home dog because I'm the plus mm -hmm. money, honey, and that's mm -hmm. how I roll. All yeah. right, Chip, thank you for your free picks. Mm -hmm. Y'all take those to the window. Sit tight, and we'll be right back with Tony Brown and some free NBA picks. Hey guys, welcome back to Picks and Parlays right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. 
As promised, I have Tony Triple B Brown here to talk NBA hoops with you guys. Tony, how you doing? Good, good. Good to see you again. It's always a pleasure. We always have a good time here. Always. Both huge basketball fans, so it works out that way, exactly. you know? <laughs> All right, so let's get things started. I'm going to start off with Brooklyn. Speaking of triple Bs, I'll give you double Bs, right? Okay. Brooklyn <laughs> and Boston. That's where we're going to go here. Okay. So the Nets are 26 and 33, but they're 4 and 6 in the last 10. They've lost four in a row, but all of those, three of those were on the road. Uh, last one was at Miami, 116 to 113. They did cover the plus seven and a half there, but now they're headed to Boston, and it might just be a great time to go to Boston because they're riddled with a bunch of sickness, right? Right. I hear Tatum sick. I hear Marcus Smart sick. They're both day to day, and of course, Kemba Walker's out. So Celtics are 41 and 18, and they're coming off that home loss to Houston. It was an overtime, 111 to 110. They pushed the one point. They're seven and three in the last ten. I'm showing Boston minus seven and a half and no total yet. What okay. do you think? This is a good game. I mean, you have all the stats down. You ran them off, so I mean, pretty much <laughs> everyone sorry. knows what's going on. <laughs> but no, I mean, honestly, um, I it, do that. It's, it's a it's a toss up game right here. The Nets were built on having Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You know, it's not a secret. That was their big two star pickups and all that. And now they're both out. So. They've been kind of slumping, but like you said, the sickness has hit Boston with Smart and Tatum, and Tatum That's is emerging. Yeah, Tatum <laughs> is emerging as a low-key MVP candidate. Like Tatum is a big star for Boston. So yeah. with those two guys sick, I heard Kimber Walker is probable though. So they may be getting Kimber Walker back, but too much injury and too much turnover. I think I'll take the Nets with the eight points. I don't think they can win, but I think they keep it close with eight, with both teams having a lot of injuries. All right, I like it. Tony Brown says take the Nets plus eight. Yeah. Nets B team versus the Boston B team. Right. <laughs> Get your B's in order. There you go. Killer B's. All right, so we're going to talk LA Clippers and the OKC Thunder. Okay. Clippers are 41 and 19, 16 and 13 on the road, and they've won four in a row. Thunder, I'm going to try to d dumb it down a little right. bit so I don't steal all your thunder, all of your Oklahoma City thunder. All okay. right, so Thunder at 37 and 23. Uh, they won five before they just lost to the Bucks, and that was a friggin' beat down, Tony Brown. Right. Uh -huh. Straight up. 133 to 86. Uh, I'm showing the Clippers minus three, a little road favorite, and a total of 226. What are your thoughts here? Well, um, I like OKC in this one. This the, We have a saying in sports betting. Good teams win, but great, great teams, teams cover. cover. <laughs> and the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder have been great. They're the like number one covering team in the league. They don't win a lot of, but they do cover a lot of games. And right now they are on winning streak. They're five and one in their last six. They did take a beat down to the Bucks, but that's like losing to Floyd in boxing. The Bucks beat everybody. Right, that's what they're, happened. They're chasing that uh, Chicago Bulls record. They're on pace for seventy plus wins. So a big loss to the Bucks, no big deal. And um, I think the Thunder have a real shot to take this one outright at home. If not, definitely going to take the points with OKC in this one. Do we know if Gallinari is going to play or not? I know he averages like 19 points a game, and he was out against the Bucks. That 19 points would have definitely helped the beat down a little bit. So it's a terminology thing with this. When you go to the uh, injury reports, you got your questionable, your probable, your reasonable. Unless it says out, unless it says injured and out, I'm always thinking these guys are going to get back in. Okay. And so he's at probable right now. They just got their butts kicked. I think they're going to push him back to play. Right. Good call. A lot of times you can tell just like where the line is set like right. oh he's not gonna be playing exactly. yeah okay so now we're gonna go to the Raptors and the Suns Toronto 42 and 18 fantastic at home 
19 and 9 on the road. They are at the top of their division, but they're dealing with some major injuries too. We're not so sure what's going on. Serge Ibaka day to day with a knee. Marcus Sol out with a hamstring. So they need a freaking big man right now, is what's going on. They've lost three in a row, but they're cruising in to Phoenix. Phoenix is 24 and 37. They have the yuckiest home record I ever saw. 11 and 21. Man, that's real life. At home. Yeah, they're losing at a two to one that's clip at home. Real life. Yeah. yeah, so I'm showing the yeah. Raptors minus three and a half. What do we think about this? Again, this is like kind of one I'm taking the Raptors, but more than taking the Raptors, I'm just fading the Suns. Uh, those are three starters for Toronto. They got three starters out. Anytime you're traveling with three starters out, you got a tough road. Yeah. But like you said, they're traveling to Phoenix. Phoenix yeah. getting doubled up at home, 11 and 21. And not to mention, Phoenix has lost three straight games. Yeah. And you know, in this business, one streak, one win starts a streak. One loss starts to slump, and I mean, they're definitely slumping, so. And that loss was to Golden State. I mean, 115, <laughs> it's a 16-point loss to crud. Golden I'm State. I'm going to say a bad word. Right. <laughs> to cruddy Golden State. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, even with the, the injuries, even being on the road, I still think Toronto's two buckets better than Phoenix. So, I'm going to take Toronto and the win and cover. All right. Tony Brown says, take the Raptors. Okay, so last one. Oh, wow, we went through this. I know. We, but see, if you would just let me do my whole okay, spiel, do spiel, okay? Do no, <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so we're going to talk slowly. Okay. No. Um, we're going to talk Philadelphia 76ers, 37 and 24. On the road, they're 9 and 22. Coming off a loss to the Clippers, 136 to 130, but they totally covered the plus 13 and a half. Right. Um, Shake Milton stepping it up. Usually averages nine points. He had 39 points. I don't know if you remember him, but he went to SMU, and I'm a Texas girl, and I follow SMU. I think he plays bingo with me. I've never heard of that guy. <laughs> Shake Milton. I love the funny name guy, Leaky Black. You know, those are my guys. Right, Shake and Leaky. Yeah. <laughs> Leaky Black would make a good porn name, too, just okay. saying. Uh-oh. Okay, so 76ers. <laughs> um but they're without Simmons and Embiid, right? right? Is that correct? That's still? true. Still okay, no so stars. Right? Injury riddled, but still uh, six and four in their last ten. They're cruising into a tough place to play. L.A. Lakers have been on freaking fire. They're right. forty-six and thirteen. They were on the road for three in a row, coming off a win at the Pelicans, one twenty-two to one fourteen. They were dogs there. Of course, they covered the plus two. Right. Um, eight and two in their last ten. LeBron had a triple freaking double in that game. Thirty-four points, thirteen assists, and twelve rebounds. They're twenty-one and seven at home. L.A. minus eleven and a half. Do you lay it, or do you take the points with the 76ers? I mean, you gotta lay it. Uh, you have a couple interesting dynamics in this game. One, Philly is one of the best home teams in the NBA. They only have two losses but they're just as bad mm -hmm. on the road. I think they only have nine road wins. Yeah. And so, of course, you want to take the Lakers, but then you look at this large point spread. Like you said, they covered the 13 with the Clippers easy, and this yeah. is without uh, their two stars in Embiid and Simmons. Mm -hmm. But that's just against the Clippers. They have the Clippers number. They're 8-0 and against the spread against the Clippers in their building and 13-0 against the Clippers against the spread, period. They've never lost against the spread to the Clippers. So that's just one of those things. We ain't the Clippers. Right. So, and when I say we, I we mean we. I'm a huge Lakers fan. Everybody <laughs> knows it, so we don't got to sugarcoat it. But um, <laughs> we, we ain't the Clippers. And LeBron and Anthony Davis, they're unstoppable. You know what I mean? It's like yep. the second coming of Magic and Kareem. Uh, Kuzma, when he fills in and plays right, 
it's that trade talk looks ridiculous. That's the big three out there in L.A. And um, without Simmons, without their big man in B, Philly really doesn't stand a chance. I think that you lay this big spread because the Lakers are going to win easily. And uh, we're going to get paid on that one. All right, Homer. <laughs> Tony Brown says delay the 11 and a half with the Lakers. I saw Anthony Davis play. I went to the Final Four um, in New Orleans when it was UKKU and Anthony Davis was a freaking beast at that time. And in New Orleans, everyone likes to paint all their stuff. And Anthony Davis's eyebrows were like painted on every woman's chest in New Orleans. Let right. me tell you about it, man. That guy is the real I mean, deal. think about it. At seven feet, you know that's a paint protector. He's a mm -hmm. rim protector. He's a blocker. He's, I mean, you put his back to the basket and he can score. But then when, as soon as you put someone on him that's seven feet who can like defend all that, he'll pull up from the three. Yeah. Like, this guy is literally a matchup problem for anybody that you put on him. Not to mention, he's playing with the best player in the world, LeBron James. So, I mean, even with all, all my West Coast bias, even with my Lakers, you know what I mean, being my team, just being honest, if I wasn't a Laker fan, that is one of the best constructed basketball teams I've seen. We need a little bit of death, but other than that, we're okay. And I think they're going to make a championship run, and Philly is just going to be a speed bump in that road. Well, I am definitely not a Lakers fan, but oh. I would be remiss if I didn't <laughs> say that they – are quite a good team this year. I love Anthony. I think he's just such a likable guy. I'm not a huge LeBron fan, but there, I said oh, it. Who do you like? I said it. Who do you like? I don't want to talk. I like Jason Tatum. I'm a Duke girl. That's my team is Duke. Well, Duke, Duke is my all squad, but day. we're talking about the NBA, Are you though. a Dukey, too? I love Dukes. Ever oh since God. Grant Hill, Coach I, K. That's like, my team because I still wear my Bobby Hurley jersey, see and I go I mean? to ASU games when they play here just to see Bobby Hurley. Period. So, I mean, Duke Call is me. a squad, so you should like yeah. the Lakers. <laughs> Bobby love Hurley, that guy. if you there. At Bobby Hurley 11. <laughs> hit me up, baby. <laughs> I nice. love that guy. And I love Danny Hurley. He went to Seton Hall. He was fantastic. Yeah, okay, I could go on and on. <laughs> Have you seen Coach K's new Capital One commercial? I Five it. times. Really? It's really cute. Nice. Okay, so talk to me about you. We've got a couple minutes to go. What are you doing on the site? What kind of stuff? How you doing? Well, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't tell everybody <laughs> the packages that I had going on. We're coming into March Madness, so if you're just in the basketball, we got a nice March Madness special coming up. You can get that for like a couple hundred bucks. You get Sweet. every single play I release for the whole tournament, plus the championship pick. Also, we have my all sports pass. That's for the serious players. You get all my picks from every sport, playoffs and championship picks included, for one low price with my VIP all sports pass. Oh, that's killer. And you're a big baseball guy, right? Huge. I yeah, mean, baseball. as a fan and a capper, I mean, you go to the site. I've been the number one capper on the site in baseball, like three of the five years I've been on. Wow, that's killer. Yeah, the numbers don't lie. They're all there for themselves. So if you want to make some money betting baseball, contact me. I, well, I already make money betting right. baseball, but for you out there. For you out there, right. <laughs> That's how I got the name Plus Money Honey. Okay, nice. Who All right, like? guys. Uh, oh. Give us a little futures preview since you put you on the spot uh, right now. I, You know what? I got a thing for the Braves. The Braves are one of my – they're kind of who got me into baseball when Chipper Jones was just starting out, and yeah. I've always loved them. Um, but I really love their squad this year. I love the young talent. And one of the things I like most about baseball is just all the excitement and the camaraderie and the, the fun of the game. And I think the Braves really, sh you know, show the fun of the game. Last of. question before I let you go. I know you're a Texas right. girl, but what do you think about that Astros? I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I think they all need to be punished. I think every player needs to be punished. I think you're grown-ass men. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but you're grown men, you cheated, and you all need to be punished. You screwed up people's careers, you screwed up people's bets, and that's how I feel about it. All right, we'll be right back with college basketball picks from Joe Duffy. Thank you, Tony. We'll see you next time. Thanks for having me. See you again. Cheers.
Hey guys, welcome back to Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Allie Burns. I hope you've enjoyed the show so far. We've had a lot of really great picks. Chip and Tony are always really fun. Check me out on Twitter, at PlusMoneyHoney. And check Joe Duffy out right now. He's going to be giving us some free college basketball picks for Tuesday, March the 3rd. Joe, how are you? Well, I'm doing pretty well, Allie, but you and uh, Bookie Buster Brown, you're raving about Jason Tatum. That really hurts me. I'm a 76ers fan, and they essentially traded Jason Tatum in a package deal to get Markel Fultz. I mean, they were draft picks that they did, but essentially, you know, they actually packaged him in a deal for one of the greatest busts of all time. So all that love for Jason Tatum has me in a lot of pain, but I can get through. I'm going to play in pain, and we're going to get through this segment. Oh, muscle through, Joe. You could do it. If it makes you I feel any so. better, I like the 76ers. They don't bug me. Yeah, well, they got to learn to win on the road if they want to go anywhere on the playoffs. I know I'm an anti-splits guy, but they've been ridiculous as far as their home road splits this year. Yeah, that's just insane. I, I just really want a good East in the NBA. I think the West has just been dominant for so long that I really just want a good East. You know, keep it competitive. Yeah, well, you know, maybe if the Sixers, their big two can stay healthy, who knows? They could maybe maybe give milwaukee a run for their money but we'll see it looks like milwaukee and the, and the rest of the conference but there are some contenders in the east obviously boston even toronto who thought that toronto would actually be relevant this year but yeah the eastern conference class could actually be more interesting than we think yeah i grew up with the you know the bulls and the knicks and all that business and i i just miss that kind of rivalry i guess um yeah, well, yeah, I do remember when the Knicks were quite a good team, and this was way before, you know, the I go back to Dave DeBusher and, uh, you know, guys uh, like that, Earl the Pearl. Oh, Earl the Pearl, um, long story. Used to come into my stepdad's cigar shop in New Jersey, in Parsippany. Anyway, um, okay, so enough about the NBA. We got to get down to business here. College basketball season, we're going into conference tournament week. I mean, it's like crunch time right now. Th crazy things are happening. Like I said earlier, uh, ranked teams were five and six against the unranked teams. Four out of the nine top teams lost. So potentially a lot of money was lost over the weekend, and people are going to be looking to make it back with your free picks today. Can you can you hook that up for us? We're going to do exactly that, Allie. Exactly. Yes. Score. Okay, so I'm going to start you off in the Big Ten. Michigan State, I'm a little bit ticked off at them right now because I really like Maryland and have a future on them and whatnot. Um, Michigan State's number 16 in the country. They're 20 and 9 and number 2 in the Big Ten. They've won three in a row. Last one was at Maryland, 78 to 66. They covered the plus two. I had Maryland plus five in game in that and lost it. Um, they've won four of their last five and away. They are six and four on the road. They're going to be playing Penn State, who started off really hot but seems to have kind of fizzled out. They're number 20 in the nation, 21 and 8 for the season, and number 5 in the Big Ten. They took like a bad turn into a scary neighborhood, and they need to get their way out of it as far as I'm concerned. Coming off a loss at Iowa is a really tough place to play. They didn't even cover. Only won two of their last five, but they are 14 and 2 at home. I'm showing... The Spartans, minus two on the road, and a total of 144. Give me your expertise. Yeah, and I think for the reasons you stated, Allie, I believe when I take a look at the uh, the betting percentages and we get closer to game time, I wouldn't be surprised if the public is all over Michigan State because 
not only, of course, you know, are they the marquee team, they've got the big name, and we do know that Tom Izzo more than his share of success in March, and of course, these are teams headed in opposite directions. Michigan State is on fire, they won three straight, and impressively so. Um, Meanwhile, Penn State, like you said, they're all of a sudden in a slump, having dropped three of four, even though it's been one of their best teams in a long time, but I messed around with the computer. Well, I didn't mess around, uh, you know, research with the computer and wanted to find slumping home underdogs. And there's really no edge either way going for or against them. I know that a lot of people would say Michigan State, nice matchup here. Lamar Stevens, who's Penn State's star player. Uh, Xavier Tillman will be on him. And Tillman's done very well matched up against excellent players. And, of course, Cassius Winston, probably the best. Well, one of the best players in the country. He's on fire for Michigan State, but at the same time, you know, the streaks are pretty short-term. My computer projections of three programs that are the, the best, uh, Penn State, they have winning 73-72. Another one is Michigan State winning by one, and then another one does have Penn State winning 72-70. to 70. So I think this is this line is really based a little bit more on reputation, and don't overreact to the short-term streaks. I do think that Penn State gets the win. Probably they will barely win outright as a home underdog. All right. So two points looks good there. I might in-game that one, see if I can get, you know, six or seven it. If I'm going to take some Yeah, I know points. you are the queen of in-games. <laughs> I feel like I want, when you talk about your computer picks, I want you to go, and then tell them to us. Like, I get this Wayne's World moment out of that. Okay, so we're going to move into the SEC. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I do have some sound effects on my computer, so I'll be ready next nice. time. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to move to the SEC, Tennessee, and Kentucky. All right, I'll, I'll stop that now. Um, so Volunteers, 16 and 13. They're number eight in the SEC. Coming off a win versus Florida. I did cash that one in game. Uh, they have lost three of their last five. This is a cruddy road team and i love rick barnes and i feel like rick barnes needs to know better than to lose every freaking one of your home or your away games they're three and seven on the road and they're rolling into kentucky man this is no joke they're number six in the country number one in the sec they just clinched the sec title 24 and 5 on the season they've won eight straight eight straight is not easy to do in the sec um that auburn game was sick that was a great game at home, they're 16 and one. I'm seeing Kentucky as a home favorite, minus 10 and a half. Saw it move to minus nine. And then that total was at 130 and a half, and it's at 132. So already a lot of action on this matchup. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I would agree with you there, Ali. Uh, Rick Barnes is one of these guys, kind of like Lon Kruger. He just keeps winning, doesn't seem to get the respect of some of the bigger name coaches, but he is an outstanding coach indeed. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of pressure here on Kentucky. They're already the regular season champs. But UT, they're a little bit dangerous here because they have balance. So it's not like Kentucky yeah. can just throw their best defensive player at one or, or two players. Uh, UT, very balanced with five guys averaging 10 points. But, uh, you know, Ashton Haggins, he's been so inconsistent for Kentucky. And when you have that, I kind of like the fact that you have a dangerous big dog because I like to bet on unpredictability when you have kind of an erratic superstar like that. On one hand, although there's no pressure on Kentucky, this is their last home game, so there might be a little bit of, uh, might be, you know, a little extra motivation. Tennessee has not been the same team since they lost Lamont Turner back on December the 21st, but they still are fairly dangerous, uh, you know, for Kentucky. Uh, quickly is one of the hottest players in the country. 
I, although I'd lean towards Tennessee, I think they're pretty good percentage play with a, a little bit of offensive depth and against Kentucky team that can be so erratic. But again, Kentucky's doing what young teams should do. They're peaking at the right time. All in all, all my computer projections have this game going slightly under at 70 to 61, 69, 61, 69, 58. Of course, Kentucky winning all those, but also um, going under the total. So I'm going to go with the computer here and say this game ekes under the total. All right. Joe Duffy says, take the under in Tennessee and Kentucky. Yeah, we're already seeing some reverse line movement on that. So, I mean, it's not like the computer is the only one that thinks that. And UK could be done and resting and getting ready for the tournament at this point, too. Okay, so moving on. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm not, I'm not really a big believer in the team's kind of rest for the, the big dance. But, yeah, that's, that's certainly a possibility. I'm not saying rest, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just it's like a look yeah, ahead look for ahead. them. A look ahead yeah, situation. Look ahead. All right, so let's talk Purdue Boilermakers against one of my favorite teams, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, Purdue is 15 and 14. They're number 10 in the Big Ten, uh, which sounds like it's dead last, but it's not. Uh, they're <laughs> three and eight on the road. They just beat Indiana 57 to 49. Um, but they lost the four before that, and they won the last one they won before that was also against Indiana, and it was on Bob Knight Day, and it was that was a little bit heart wrenching. But I kind of feel like Bob Knight wanted them to lose, you know, like yeah, should have kept me. Anyway, they're moving into Iowa. Iowa's number 18, uh, 20 and nine for the season, number six in the Big Ten. They are tough to play at home, 14 and one. Uh, just came off a home win against Penn State, 77 to 68. They covered the minus four and a half. Uh, that junior center, Luca Garza, he is just a breakthrough, breakout superstar. 25 points and 17 rebounds in that game against Penn State. That kid freaking rocks. Um, so Iowa is a home favorite, minus five. I don't feel like that's enough points. Um, and totals at 141 and a half. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot it was my turn. Uh, is at 141 and a half. So what do we do with this one? You're right about Garza. He's uh, certainly one of the best players in the Big Ten. And I, I think that, you know, Iowa, dangerous team. I love these teams with great and effective big men. I think they can, uh, they're the type of teams that can make a big run. A lot of pressure on Purdue. They probably need uh, three more wins. Most of the projections I'd say need about three more wins to make the big dance. Um, you know, they, they have been really struggling from the field lately. Um, and But the good news for them, they're playing a suspect defense, so maybe they can get their shooting back. But when a team isn't shooting well and they do have the pressure of having to win a few more games, like I said, uh, this time of the year, I don't believe in the motivation when a team's on the bubble. To me, it's more about pressure because – Look, if they were highly motivated, they wouldn't even be on the bubble. So I think that's kind of a little bit against Purdue, that they're both struggling from the field and they're in a, you know, fairly much wins, you know, somewhat of a must-win situation. But, you know, oh, and also, this is a rare case. Look, Iowa was blown out in the last game, and I usually say the team seeking revenge is a go-against. Here, though, a home favorite when they were completely blown out or actually an adequate play Neither a big for or against, but this doesn't really fit into my general um, angle where going with the team that won the first game usually is a good play in the second game. The computer projections have Iowa winning 72-68, 70-66, and 75-68. So a slight edge to Iowa, but like I said, also the 
other reasons that I stated, a struggling team on the road that is in a fairly must-win situation to pressure. I, I want to go with Iowa here. All right. I like it. Good choice because that's the one I wanted to pick too. <laughs> um, yeah, it's such a hard conference to play in. Big Ten is not easy, and you got to like stay on your game. And Purdue was really hot for a little bit there, and then it just didn't happen for them. Okay, we got about yes. two minutes left. Yeah. We're going to do West Virginia and Iowa State. West Virginia 19 and 10, number 20 in the nation. Don't think that's going to last. They're scary at home, kind of stink it up on the road. They're 3 and 8 while they're away, and they've had three losses in a row. Iowa State, not great either. 12 and 17 for the season. They've been really disappointing. I call them the psych loans. Uh, 11 at 5 at home, and they really could use a good win, but they might just psych you out. Coming off a loss at OK State, 73 to 61, they did not cover. I'm showing West Virginia road favorite minus 4.5. We got about a minute to go. Quick. Yeah, I ask you, they're without Tyrese Halliburton. He's their leading scorer, he's their best player, and that yeah. really hurts. Still, though, Getting a lot of points at home. Um, as you said, ISU, 11 of their 12 wins has been at home. Um, more, Much more of a splits guy in college basketball than anything else. And like you said, West Virginia, not so great away from uh, home. So because, like I said, I'm a little bit more of a splits guy in college basketball, I will go with the home underdog here, even without Halliburton. All right. I love a good home dog. So take the four and a half points with Iowa State, says Joe Duffy. Thanks for joining us. Joe, it's good to see you as always. I love talking college hoops. That's why we run over. I'll see you later. And we'll be right back all right, with thanks. all your picks. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining us again. If you missed any of the picks or the fantastic handicappers that we premiered on the show today, well, don't worry. Grab a pen and a paper. I will recap everything that you need to know for all your free picks on March 3rd. All right, we started off with a little NHL rapid fire with Chip Chirimbus. We talked Montreal and the Islanders. He says take the Islanders, minus 140. And Ottawa-Pittsburgh, take Pittsburgh, minus 250. Boston at Tampa Bay, get on the Lightning at minus 130. Anaheim and Chicago, take those Blackhawks, minus 160. New Jersey at the Las Vegas Golden Knights, got to take the Knights, minus 275. And Toronto at San Jose takes San Jose as a home dog, plus 140. All right, then we moved right in to Tony Brown, the Triple B with his NBA picks. Nets and Celtics, he says, take Boston. Clippers and Thunder take the Clippers, minus three. Raptors at the Sun, get on those Raptors. 76ers at Lakers take Tony Brown's very favorite team, the LA Lakers at minus 11 and a half. Finally, we had Joe Duffy and his college basketball picks in the Big Ten, Michigan State at Penn State. Take Penn State. Tennessee at Kentucky. Take the under in that SEC matchup. Purdue at Iowa. Take Iowa. And West Virginia at Iowa State. Take Iowa State. All right, guys, it's been a great show. Lots of fun today. Have a super happy, I want to make you happy day. I know I definitely did. And don't forget to check us out tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Every Monday through Friday, we're streaming live at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And don't forget to check us out 
at picksandparlays.net. Shop around. We have 35 fantastic handicappers for you guys to choose from. Fill up your cart. See if it makes a difference in your bankroll. My name's Allie Burns. Check me out at Plus Money Honey. And check me out tomorrow right here at Picks and Parlays, where all we do is bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.